Welcome to the R Empowerment Podcast. Today we're going to talk about one of people's favorite things, holidays. So grab a big cup of cocoa, your warm socks, and join us for the discussion on holiday budgeting. Welcome to the R Empowerment Podcast and Facebook Live. I'm so excited you've joined us today. My name is Keith and I will be your host today. So today we're talking about my wife's favorite subject, holidays. She absolutely loves them. They are a giant deal in our family. If it's putting up the Christmas tree, trick-or-treating, or birthdays, we go all out for the holidays around our house. This can pose a problem for a lot of people, though. Holidays can be really expensive if you let them. So, how can you get the most out of holidays? Well, the first thing to realize is holidays seem to surprise people. You're always sitting around and you're like, Oh my gosh, it's November, Thanksgiving's this month, and then Christmas, then New Year's, then birthdays, and they shouldn't surprise you, though. Holidays fall basically on the same day every year, or at least right around it. It's going to happen every year. We know on January 12th, 2090, it'll be my birthday. Or January 12th, 2020, it'll also be my birthday. And everything in between on January 12th is my birthday. So it shouldn't surprise us when a holiday comes around, but it does. And it causes budget stress when you realize we are a couple months or a couple days away from Christmas or a major holiday that you cook for and you don't have the money and it would be so awful to wake up and not have Christmas presents under the tree or not be able to celebrate a holiday because you haven't properly saved and prepared for it. So there are tricks to that. And the first one is sitting down and figuring out when holidays that you celebrate In our house, we celebrate just every holiday, I think. But in your house, you might celebrate very select ones or ones that are outside the normal calendar. These holidays could be things like Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, birthdays, 4th of July, New Year's. They're all major holidays on our calendar. So identify what they are and identify how much you spend on them. Because some holidays cost more than others, right? I've got two kids and then my wife, and then my extended family. We always have Christmas on my wife's side, my side, and then we celebrate actually on Christmas Day with my family. So Christmas is really expensive for my family. And as I record this right now, we are in the very beginning of September, and we have actually already started talking and thinking about saving for Christmas 2020, which is in a couple months away still. But the trick is, if you figure out in advance how much you need, You can put little pieces away at a time. And that's what we want to do. We want to identify those holidays. So for my family, we've got November. We have both my son's birthday and we have Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not a big deal to us, but Black Friday sometimes is to my wife when she can go shopping. Then we've got Christmas in December. New Year's, which as a parent with two young kids is not a big holiday for us. I'd be surprised if we're awake at midnight. Then we have my birthday in January, February, we have Valentine's Day, which is a big deal to my wife. March, we have my wife's birthday. April, we get a little bit of break, but it's spring break for my daughters in kindergarten. So if we want to do something with that, we should start saving at some point. And then we get into the summer, which I love summer. So 
we have to sit down and figure out what each one of these cost. I'll give Christmas an example because it's probably the biggest holiday for people with kids. And what you do is you assign a value to everyone, right? So you might say, my daughter, Izzy, we're going to spend $50 on her. We're going to spend $50 on my son, Charlie. We're going to spend $20 on me, $20 on my wife. And then maybe you can even go like, my dad will spend $20 on, my mother-in-law will spend $20 on. And then we'll both spend like $10 on a present for our boss. Something like that. You add it all up and you figure out exactly how much you need. And so I have an example on our Facebook Live if you are joining us then. If not, I can just explain it to you. Basically, I've taken the same math saying Joe plans to spend $400 on Christmas. He's going to take $25 out of each of his paycheck, put it in an envelope in his sock drawer, and save every time he gets paid. If he gets paid twice a month, he'll need to start saving in April if he spends on $400. Now, for holidays, and Christmas is a great example, Joe or you need to take a few things into consideration. I gave the example of all of the gifts. Well, it's a little more complicated than that because if you have a big meal where people come over, you need to take that into account. If you don't get paid, you don't have holiday pay for Christmas Eve or Christmas, you need to take that into account for your overall budget. You need to take in any family traditions, if that's decorating or if you want to get Christmas trees this year, you need to add all of that into your Christmas budget so you have one final number. So maybe Joe's number was still 400 because he included all that, or maybe Joe's number is six or $700. And now he actually needs to save year round for Christmas. The good news is there are some banks, which think they're called Christmas Club, that they will automatically draft money out of your bank account and then give it to you during the Christmas season to spend. You can't touch it. That's one way of doing it. I'm not a huge fan of that just because if an emergency would come up and you needed new tires or your car didn't work or your kids needed medicine, you just didn't have the money, you may want to cut on Christmas expense so you have those emergency items. Now, I'd prefer to have an emergency fund in savings, but Maybe you've exceeded that. So I, I like the idea of a Christmas club because that's basically what we're doing with sticking money in an envelope and putting it in our sock drawer. If you can't be trusted with that, the bank account one would work great. The only problem is you can't get to it. The other example I have is Samantha plans to spend $100 on her son's May birthday. She's planning to take $15 out of each of her paycheck so she will, and she gets paid twice a month. She'll need to start saving in February for a May birthday, which is crazy. I know, it really does. It sounds absolutely crazy. But the truth is, holidays are really expensive. And $100 may not be enough for a birthday, right? If you're a big birthday person, a May barbecue for a birthday, it may be closer to $200 with a gift and all the supplies you need, or $300 or $400. It just depends on you as a person. So make sure that you are aware of when your holidays are, how much you need to save. Realistically, when I went through my holidays, as you notice, there's almost always a holiday We go very little time without some kind of holiday. If that's a birthday or a major holiday like Christmas or if that's just a personal holiday like an anniversary, we have a ton of them. So make sure that you're saving. And the truth is you're probably always saving for a holiday or multiple holidays. That's unfortunately just the way it works, but it's so much less stressful when Christmas rolls around and the lights start going up and you're not worried about how you're going to pay for it this year. It's going to make life so much easier and you're going to enjoy it and you don't have the fear of your kids missing out on Christmas. Now, you may say, hey, Keith, 
I don't save for Christmas because I put things on layaway or I take a loan out. Now, we do cover this later in a different podcast in a different uh, different area. However, just kind of give you an idea. At our empowerment, we don't believe in taking money out on a line of credit for holidays. We never take cash loans ever for holidays because interest rate is crazy. Personal loans from a bank unsecured run between 7 and 25% of the loan. That's insane. That's a ton of money. And those payday loans, those can be well over 100 to 200% depending on how much you take out and how long you take to pay it. So avoid those like the plague. I'll cover those in another podcast for sure, but please, please, please avoid personal loans. Now, there is layaway, and layaway can be an exception. When looking at layaway, you have to look if there's interest. Have to, have to, have to. If there is interest, we don't do layaway. You're paying somebody else as a stupid tax because what you're doing is you're paying for the fact that you didn't save. If you would have just saved the same money you're putting down for layaway, you would have saved money and you'd be back in your pocket. This is how the rich keep rich and the poor keep poor. We pay people for the right to use our money. It's how we stay poor. And the rich, they save their money and spend it on cash when they need some. Now, some places, and the, the only place off the top of my head I can think of is Walmart, has a lay where you put money down. You have from like Thanksgiving till I think two weeks before Christmas to pay for it and get it out. That's fine. However, there are scams out there. Again, avoid the errands, the all those furniture rental places. Really, the only places you want to put money on in layaway, it's going to be a really good indicator if they don't give you the stuff until it's totally paid off. So like in errands, you walk in and they will give you it, sometimes with a down payment, sometimes not with a down payment, and they'll give you a really low monthly fee of like, oh, this TV is going to be $20 a month. Well, a $20 a month TV is five times what it costs if you were just buy it new at the store. So the indicators of a scam when you are putting something is definitely if they let you take it before you pay for it, and if they are, the loan terms is longer than before Christmas. So anytime there is a layaway that is, let's say you take it in Thanksgiving and you pay it until May, definite scam. Don't do it. And again, we'll cover this in a, another podcast. There's a lot of details on this. It makes me really, really sad to see these borrowers out there, but they do exist and they do take advantage of people. So avoid them like the plague. So just kind of wrap it up, right? We want to save for all of our holidays. We know when they are. We know when they're coming. So make sure today you start thinking about your holidays and when you need to start saving for each one. We avoid taking money out as a loan or putting things on layaway unless there's no interest and you are getting a good deal on the product. So you're avoiding errands and rent-a-centers and things like that. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you about this today. I know this was a short one, but it's super important. We'll be back next week with another podcast and another Facebook Live. And until then, remember, it's always the darkest just before someone turns on the lights.